Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. This is the breakfast for dinner class where we go backwards from Shavasana. And I, I really like that. I like, is it breakfast for dinner or is it pizza for breakfast? I don't know. But uh, it, is, it is fun to go backwards a little bit. So let's start in Shavasana. And if you have a strap, uh, one of these yoga straps, uh, grab that and get that, that near you. If you don't have one, you can come in the studio and we've got them here. Um, I mean, like, not right now, Zach. Zach, <laughs> I know you can walk over, but not right now. Right now, just lie back and have it near you so that you can you can rest and it'll just be there for you when you're ready for it. But we'll start in this you know, resting pose of your choice. And it was your choice to be here to get on this mat to spend this time and space for yourself. Set that course. It didn't happen by accident. So take a few moments to breathe and to recognize how good breathing is for your body. when you give your body anything it needs. It feels good. It's simple. As we move through our day, things get complex and all kinds of questions of what's good for us, what's not good for us, but here's really simple. Breathing is good. Resting is good. you so no worries about your your internet connection still here Just allowing this first shavasana to be full and complete for you to feel the echoes of the day in your body and to let them move out as these moments of focus and quiet and attention move in breaths here noticing how it feels to do something unequivocally good for your body what are the sensations the emotions the tone Start to wiggle your fingers and toes. Let them move in ways that feel good. Bend at your 
ankles and wrists. Then at your knees and elbows as you hug the knees in toward your chest. Fold the legs. Rock side to side across your sacrum here. So you hold the legs close to you. You rock across the top rim of your sacrum. Let the legs drift a little away from you. You rock across the center. And then we'll take the hands away from that and let the knees rock a little further away so that you're rocking on what feels like the lower rim of your sacrum. And then let the knees uh, hug together as you take circles of the hips on the mat. So it's like you're tracing from the bottom around the side and the top as if the back of the hips were circular. Clockwise, counterclockwise, anti-clockwise if you're in the uh, Commonwealth. And then we'll come back to center, one knee in each hand, and we're going to spin the leg bones around. So you catch uh, left hand to left knee, right hand, right knee, and then you just make opposite circles. And feel through what's going on, have a breath. And you let it go. And we'll take the legs out to the sides. So both knees out and then just a really light happy baby. So just like only like hands at calves, even if you could do more. You let your hips get heavy to the floor as the main intention. And just instead of holding and, and pressing the legs open, just investigating, seeing the, the shape of the pose. Breath in and breath out. Bring these into chest. Right knee in, left leg out. Take a twist, bring the right leg across the body, roll onto the outer edge of your left leg. If you'd like to place a block underneath your right knee, go for it. Any variation you'd like to take here with the hand. So you could just rest the hand on the leg, just a light touch there, gentle hand. You could press the leg up into the hand, a little activation of the abdominal muscles. So take your hand to your hip itself and press the hip away from the ribcage. Breath in. And a breath out. Feel your abdominals pull back and in as you breathe out. And then on an inhale, we'll unwind. All the way back to center, the soles of both feet to the floor and slide your hips into the center line. We'll bring the left knee in, extend your right leg out. Bring the left knee across. And again, it can just be that kind of light, gentle hand, right hand to the left thigh, lift the leg into the hand. Or the hand to the hip and you elongate the side body. center, pause, hug the knees in, and then sole of your left foot to the floor will extend the right leg in the air, and your choice on whether to use a strap or not, 
the strap. One thing you can do with the strap, if you've got if you have one of the, the traditional yoga belts, is do a little foot massage, a little sawing of the strap back and forth across this whole foot. It's one of those yoga weird things that if you do yoga long enough, it's no longer weird. We're warming up the fascia and then getting the strap around the ball of the foot. You can use the strap to get a little calf stretch into this. You press the heel up and pull the toes back. And then with the strap, your hands can slide down and the upper arm bones can rest on the floor. And you just give some attention to how you're holding it and hold it as lightly as you can, but still get results. How much can you let go and still feel the result of hamstring, hip, calf, opening? And if you have extra attention and energy to give to something, you give it to your breath, you can give it to the leg that's extending on the floor. And ground yourself through that heel, get some strength there. So while we're, we're looking to take unnecessary effort out, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do less work, but you could do more effective work. You can also just do less work, like that is legit. But when we notice ourselves grasping or clawing, <laughs> gritting our teeth. There's just not much that we get from that. But we take the energy from that, put it somewhere that is good, like unequivocally. Take the leg, uh, take the strap into your right hand and let the leg move out to the side. Here can be a good idea. Take your left hand to your left hip. Just be sure the left leg left side is staying heavy as you move the right leg out to the side. This is another place where it's helpful to have your, your right elbow on the floor so that you're, you're supporting the weight of the leg as it moves out. So left hip tries to get light. That's, that's normal, that's human. Press your left heel like you're standing on the front wall, really squeeze the leg and press down into your mat through the left side. Inhale, we're going to come back to center. And bending your right knee, right foot to the floor, left foot in the air. If you've got the yoga belt, yoga strap, give it a little sawing. Uh, if, you, if you don't have one, you can just roll your ankle around. You can watch the yoga teacher just be weird. But the weirdness is catching, though. to work the strap to the ball of the foot and that's going to give you some leverage to then send the heel up, toes back, and you get the calf stretch, the back of the leg stretch. And then again, check in with your grip on your strap. And if the hands loosen, let the arm bones get heavy to the floor, face softens, throat softens. Extend the right leg out if you like it. Again, if you, if you do have the excess energy, if you have, you're, you find yourself wanting to, to do more, ground the right leg, draw your abdominals in, focus on your breath. None of those things is easy to maintain. A lot of us, it's way easier to do 108 sun salutations and barrel through than it is to pay attention for like five breaths on our back. That's okay. We get better at what we practice.
one more breath here. the leg move out to the side and again having your your left upper arm on the floor it's helpful getting a squeeze to your right leg or placing your hand on your right hip is helpful there to, to ground down center, bend both knees in, and, and then if you know you're, you're not a super fan of cross-legged folds and you want to do reclined pigeon here on your back, stay. If you want to rock up to seated or tuck in and, and roll your way up and a moment to arrange yourself well in a cross-legged seat. And there's a little rollasana picking up the hips see the front of your sitting bones and then bow forward just noticing which leg is in front or if you want to cross it on top you can do that and bow forward till you feel that first degree of of opening wherever you feel it if you can get a little sway side to side that can help ease out stuff in the low back if, you, if you're getting that little glide or just stay stay kind of like give it a light touch as far as how far you bow forward and when and if you're ready to bow forward, you'll bring that to center, let things still down. Three breaths where you're focusing on the back side of your body receiving, and front side of your body pressing the breath out. an inhale we're going to come slowly up to seated and if it is possible for you to cross the leg that's in front on top if you can do that without pain do that what we're going to do is a side bend so even if you don't like this for a forward fold it could work for side bend what we're going to use this cross for is to just kind of ground the, uh, the lower leg as you reach that same arm up so whichever leg is in front or on top, right? We're we're side bending toward that side, and that leg is anchoring the thigh bone. If it's crossed over, it doesn't have to. You can let the sitting bone over there get light. If you're if you're grounding the thigh bone, you're just letting the hips can just tilt a bit as you tilt. The legs are anchoring you. Get a breath in and breath out. breath out, feel your abdominals pull in, let your inhale bring you up to center, we'll pause, unwind, and switch sides, so lean out, undo it, do the other cross legs, so uh, whichever <laughs> yeah, cross legged pose that works for this particular leg, you're going to lift again, the lasana, take the hips back, you can bow kind of halfway forward, and get a little little sway. You can bow deeply down and then still do a little both. As you're bringing back your breath to the back side of your body and whatever you're doing, just you know that it's good for you. And sometimes things that are good for us are challenging mentally, physically, But the challenge in, in some way feels good. You know, there's there's something behind it, something within it. 
that sensation of your breath. You, like, that's how you know. On an inhale, make your way up. And if it's possible in your body, if it is, is, is possible without pain or without struggle to cross that front leg on top, do that. And holding that leg down, the same arm reaches and we side bend to the side of the leg that's crossed on top. Walk the head out as far as you like. You can let the sitting bone lift as you go so that the hips follow the spine legs grounding you and let the upper arm give some freedom around the neck by rolling the tricep down toward the floor so if, you're, if your shoulder feels kind of stuck around your ear the rotation of the arm or the scapula move out. Breath out, you're going to pull your abdominals in to empty it. It also gives you support as we come back up to seated. Really nice. We'll lean out of that and take both legs out in front of you. Soles of the feet together for Tarasana, which is star pose, the long butterfly. You could take short butterfly too. Iron butterfly, whatever you want to the front of your sitting bones and bow forward. Breath into back ribs. Lowest ones you can find. Notice how the pose changes and then shapes around the breath. with this pose if you do want to just kick your feet back behind your head and chill out in turtle pose you're absolutely no one's going to stop you one more breath here on an inhale draw your heart forward come up to seated gonna lean back into boat or not. Again, no one's going to make you do anything. Breathe in, lift your chest. We're here for three, two. Cross the feet, bring them through, plant your hands. We'll step back to down dog. And then rock forward to a high plank. With an exhale, press your hands down, pull your abdominals in, go back to down dog. All right, so we're going to take a few of those floats. When you rock forward, say hands pressing down, abdominals pulling up, and then even more of that action to lift the hip up and back. So we can certainly just shift back and forth using the, uh, the shoulder joint. Or we can make this abdominal work, that parachute sensation of the abs. And, and you are welcome to do either. And as you come forward, draw your heart forward, elongate, lengthen out, go to the tips of your toes, see as far as you can go. And then hands down, navel center pulls up towards the spine. One more time. Press the floor, draw your heart forward. And then nails and pulls up. And we'll pause. And your breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Awesome.
on an inhale come forward to a high plank press the floor draw your heart forward I'm going to take the right knee toward the left elbow twist there look forward heart forward step the right foot back high plank and then exhale left knee to right elbow inhale step back to high plank exhale to down dog inhale forward to a high plank press the floor draw your heart forward exhale right knee left elbow step back left knee right elbow step back and down dog last set third one is the charm forward hands down heart forward and then exhale right knee step back left elbow right knee step back I said that completely wrong and down dog breathe out it's your your arm knee and your leg elbow <laughs> breath in and a long slow breath out next inhale come forward to a high plank and then make your way to the floor if you go knees and then chest go for it if you want to lower down slow all the way go for it we'll end up in sphinx bringing your elbows underneath your shoulders and palms either flat to the floor or facing each other you could also clasp up the hands Drawing your abdominals in, lift your chest up. And give your, your elbows a little pull into the mat, the forms a little pull into the mat so that you get the sensation of back bent thoracic spine moving in. The abdominal light on the floor. Breath in for two more. Breathe out. That press down through forearms and through your feet. slowly let this melt and then let it melt forward so you're elongating your body down head to rest on your hands or on a block breath in and a breath out and arms by your sides for locust we'll squeeze the legs Reach back through fingers and toes. If you can bring your feet together, do that. Strengthen the back of the legs. If you'd like to lace your hands together, press the knuckles back. Nice stretch for the chest, as, as long as it feels like a nice stretch to you. That's the, uh, the secret. Does it feel good to you? So certainly a challenge to bring the feet together. There's muscular work there. Right. Binding the arms together. Right. Is, uh, Either feels good or it doesn't. Right, the the stretch there is dependent on how your shoulder is shaped. Give a breath in, and then exhale, release down slow. And if you never bind your hands behind your back, right, you will still have a wonderful, wonderful life. There's right. Nothing key that happens in that moment. Uh, even if they have to put you in handcuffs one day, you know, uh, they, can, they can always string a couple pairs together. Right? You don't even have to worry about you know, preparing for that. And take the hands out to the sides of the mat onto fingertips. We're going to work with a little high cobra. High cobra, not uh, not the usual one that we do, but. Pressing into your fingertips, hug your elbows in towards your center line. Press into your feet and press into your fingertips, but draw your heart forward. And so we could, we could push down and go back. Uh, that's not where we're going. We're going fingertips down, elbows in, and, and getting that sensation of stretching the front body long. Feel your, you feel to feel your shoulder blades move around here. Let them move down so the, the action of the shoulder blades. The leverage they're giving you by moving down is letting you lift your heart up. 
keep your breath in and then release down slow and just pause for a breath in and breath out Again, hands out to your fingertips, or if you prefer arms in, hands in close to the body, you do that. Uh, we can take Twisting Cobra. You're looking over one shoulder, you let that shoulder blade move towards the spine and down, that pulls you up. And then down slow. And then the other side. This one, coincidentally, is called uh, Intoxicated Cobra. So I think it's pretty fun. High and Intoxicated, brought to you by Yoga. So I don't ever want to see an intoxicated cobra. Release <laughs> down slow. Take one more round. This time, when you come up, stay. So you to the right, you breathe here for three. And then release down slow. And then again to the other side. Three breaths. Release down slow. Slide your hands in if they're out. If you're sliding them in, just let them fan out. Feel the full palms. I stretch after that and we'll press up to hands and knees and back to down dog. And breath in. And let it go. And then inhale, we'll take the right leg up for three legged dog. Exhale, have a step into a low lunge. We're going to walk the hands around toward the side or straddle. And we'll take side lunges here. So you point your toes toward the corners and bend one knee and then the other side to side. And this is a lot like that sway in the, uh, the seated cross legged fold. Where just kind of go with the gliding, kind of light touch right until things feel ready to go further. That as you're moving things, they feel good. Nothing has to be that hard. Make your way back to center when you balance both sides for you. Parallel the feet, draw heart forward and then bow forward. Let your head drop. Make it heavy. Face soft. Breathe. forward and around toward the front of your mat. Take pyramid. We'll take the version that, that's lifted in the back heel. So your back foot's pointing relatively straight ahead. Front toe straight ahead. Hips to the center of your mat and you can peel the front foot up off the mat if you like. You don't have to. Push on the middle. Feel real good. Feels real good. Stay. Breathe. If it doesn't, let the foot Rest down. Not even rest down. Press down. Nobody's resting here. <laughs> I mean, unless you're you're resting. So whatever shape of this pose you're taking, it is work. You're not a paperweight. 
But if you need rest, like certainly there's child's pose, there's Shavasana now. Like one of the few rules of yoga, when you're working your body, work your body. When you're resting your body, rest your body. Next inhale, draw your heart forward, walk your hands forward. We're going to step back, pause to feel the right leg, because there's feelings there. Low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. Set your gaze between your feet. Just let your neck have some, some chill time there. On an inhale, take your left leg up behind you for three-legged dog. You'll reach. And have a big step into a low lunge. And walk around to the side for straddle. Then into a horse's stance. So turning your toes toward the diagonals. You come up to your hands. Walk your hands in as, as far as you can. Get your chest as light as you can. So there is a tendency in this pose to kind of send the hips back, chest forward. And... Imagine stacking your spine upright as much as you can. And if you need to come a little out of the squat to do that, for sure, like do that. And then just go slightly, uh, I'm just going to glide side to side. Send one knee, then the other, surfer lunges. And knees tracking with the toes. Things stay pretty light. Good. Good. Keep lifting up, keep abdominals drawing in, heart up as vertical as you can sit. So uh, those of you that, that horseback ride uh, know this, this posture, right? Yeah. You stack your shoulders over your hips and it's it's not a hinge at the hip. It's this very uh, tall, upright, graceful. It is not easy. And a pause, stay here, center up, and then just a little up and down, just a little up and down. Right, if you you're not sure your posture is upright, maybe take your hands to your heart and uh, locate where your ribcage is and where your hips are with your hands. And if they won't stack, then the, the knees are just bent a little too far. Three, two, then get as low as you go. Then we're going to fold forward into it. Let your hands come to the mat and feet parallel. Draw your heart forward. It's like you're taking a flat back here. Walk your feet as wide as they go. So it could be a straddle split. You might go all the way to the floor. Right. Uh, for most of us, that isn't going to happen. And, and bone structure is going to prevent that from maybe ever happening. But you're solid in the core body. The upper body's working a lot like chaturanga or plank. Feet are solidly pressed to the floor, whether it's through their heels or the three points. If you're past the point where your feet can feel solidly pressed to the floor, walk them in a bit. One more breath where you are. When you inhale, you come back to a manageable straddle distance for you to walk around <laughs> toward your left foot, which is at the front of your mat, or switch the left foot to the front of the mat and pyramid so that your back heels raised back toes are pointing straight ahead that just gives us a little a little more wiggle room literally with the hips and you could flex your front foot and bring the sole of the foot off the floor if that feels disadvantageous somewhere plant it Drop upper back soften. We'll get three breaths. Inhale, rock forward. 
draw your heart forward, plant your hands, step back, feel the left leg, just acknowledge it, and then low push up, upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Breath in. A long, slow breath out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, drive through your heels, come up to stand. And hands at heart center. We'll take tree. You're going to reach your left foot down. Bring the right foot up. Wherever that right leg wants to take itself. And press down to the standing foot. Bring back that attention to your breath moving in and out. Things are good. If that's not happening, if, if there has to be a holding of breath, a withholding to maintain the balance, right, then, then we're not in that unequivocally good situation. Right. Just go back and look as generous with yourself as you need to be in terms of the shape of the pose. Up one more breath in, get all the way down, find the lowest ribs. out, hands to heart, and let the foot move slowly to the floor. Have a breath here. And let it go. And with an inhale, lift your left leg in the tree, just where it wants to go on the right leg. As if there's, there's no intention of getting it to the top. That's not the point. The point is to have the knee bent at its most natural angle, foot and leg able to press together. Right. Somewhere someone gave us a belief system that these poses had uh, what's called full expression and we all had to get there, but it's not true. I don't think it was someone who gave us that. It was just collective ideas over time. And you want to tease out like the aesthetic practice of a shape from the practice of balance from the practice of taking care of your body the practice of moving it to its full potential in strength and stability breath in and rise up through the arms through the heart And then hands to heart center, foot to your mat, we'll pause. Take it all the way up, so your breath leave. On an inhale, reach up, sit back, Utkatasana. On your exhale, we'll twist, take the left elbow outside of the right knee. When we inhale, we'll reach up at center Utkatasana. And then exhale, other side. Inhale, reach up at center. And exhale, twist. Inhale, reach up at center, and exhale, twist. One more time, you breathe in, you reach. We twist to the right. Breathe in and reach. Twist to the left. Bow forward, breathe all the way out. 
breathe in, lift halfway. And plant your hands, step back, lower chin. Press the floor, draw your heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. On your inhale, take your right leg up behind you, three-legged dog. When we exhale, we'll take a big step into a low lunge. Press down, inhale your way up for crescent. And you choose your twist if you want to stay more upright, if you want to tip and turn. And open your arms, all kinds of variations here that you could do. And all of them press your feet down, lift your heart. Three, two. Next exhale, really press your front foot to spiral you up. Warrior two, you'll walk the feet into line. Pause, take a breath in. When we exhale, take side angle pose. Bring the right arm to inside of the, or the outside of the right leg. See if you can keep it off the top. Breath for three. One more inhale. When we exhale, we'll look to the mat. Low push-up or down dog. Breathe in. We'll breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Exhale, take a big step. Press down to come up. Your choice of how to take this into a twist, you can stay upright, you can tip and twist, squeeze your back leg tight, press both feet down, heart up, anyway you want to be here for three. Press into your front foot, spiral the body into warrior two with the foot a little wide there. Then walk the foot over. You're steady. Breath in. Breathe out, side angle pose, arm inside the front leg. Press into your back foot. As you press both feet down, you lift your chest up. You have no need to, to rest on that arm. If you have a need to rest on the arm, chest is probably a little too low. So you can stay, stay more upright. As you move deeper, keep lifting the chest with the, the combined effort of legs and core. Breath in. Then we'll look to the mat as you breathe out. Low push-up or down dog. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Cool. Breath in. Breath out. And look forward. Walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Bow forward. When you inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. And exhale, fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Take your right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Nice. Then hands down to the mat, bow, place your hands, step back. 
We'll breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Left foot forward. Breathe in. Bow, hands to mat. Step back. Breathe out. Abdominals up and in as you lower. We'll breathe in. Upward facing dog. Yes. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Looks great. Now look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in. Lift halfway. And we'll bow forward. Breathe out. Around Sun B, sit back, Ukatasana. And exhale, fold forward. Let's bring me back the days of 2013 when we really were doing Sun B's five minutes before Shavasana. <laughs> Breathe in, lift halfway. Some of y'all remember those days. <laughs> Plant your hands, a little push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Plant your feet. Reach up. Nice. Hands to the mat. Look forward. Step back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Left foot forward. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Cool. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. Really elongate, breathe out, bow forward, really pull the abdominals in, press your feet down. And then drive through your heels and look to standing. Reach. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, plant your hands, step back, breathe out, breathe in, upward facing dog, and down dog, breathe out, let your gaze trace back down the center of your mat, look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. One more round. Press your feet down, drive through your heels, or reach up. And exhale, bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Breathe out. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Dead. Breath in here. And a long, slow release of breath. And child's pose, bring your knees down. Sit your hips back to heels. Slide your arms back by your sides. Let the arms drop heavy around the legs. Child's pose. Nice way to finish. To, to end in that space of freedom that we have as, as children.
you often begin a yoga practice there and yoga teachers ask you to return there when you want to rest right? physically it's a good rest but also that return to the freedom childlike nature moment to remember yours and come up and over onto your back and you can have any finishing poses anything that makes you feel good like unequivocally good as you make your way back to second shavasana when teachers go through our teacher training program some of you have we tell you memorize the sequence till you can do it backwards. We don't tell you that it's so you can teach a class like that, but uh, yeah, the benefits are are manyfold. Ideally, a, a class like that is designed to leave us feeling with this really clear energy, and particularly after some serious work that we we've done bring ourselves to a calm, clear place and to revive and rekindle the energy that you are. I hope you enjoy it here. side and come on up to your cedar and just feel ready. Take any time you need. Hold on. And then choose how to sit. Whatever gives you space to breathe. Just feel how good breathing is. together, heart center, acknowledging the goodness there. 
ability to share. So I'm just going to draw thumbs to forehead center, send our awareness to each other, offer each other. Namaste. Well done. Thank y'all so much. Great night. See you tomorrow. More shoulder fun tomorrow. Geekiness and fun. See you soon. Bye. Carrie, I love the setup in the, uh, the ceiling fan. Looks nice. Everything's good. See ya. Bye, Tim. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.